Welcome to Before You Go. I'm Bryant Monte. And I'm Nicole Franklin. Now, we recently aired an episode with Mr. Cedric Johnson, who's an incredible civic-minded educator, and he's also a resident of the great state of Oklahoma. Now, he made mention of the first black woman mayor in the United States, so we just had to meet her. Yes, we did, Bryant, for sure. Ms. Layla Foley-Davis was elected twice as mayor of the town of Taft, Oklahoma. And she is here yeah. with us today, Madam Mayor. Hello. Hello to you, Miss Nicole. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. So you were uh, elected mayor in 1973, an unlikely candidate. <laughs> why would it, why were people suspect of, of you being able to do your job? Well, because at the time, uh, Miss Nicole, I had ran for the school board because I saw a need to try to get mm -hmm. in to see what I could do for the children and keep the school going here in Taft because it had been talked about being closed. And unfortunately, 15 minutes before the filing period ended, I was asked to step out of the race. Hmm. So I did, but then I, I wouldn't sit tight because I felt the need to still do something for my community. And so I decided to run for mayor of the city. I ran against Israel Gain. Who, and, and, but being a mother on welfare with five children, then I had doors. I had people talk about me. Uh, I can remember so well that when I, once I, knocked on the door and the lady say, I, you know, why should I vote for a woman with five children born on unwelfare? Hmm. Why should I vote for you for the highest office in town? I said, because I want to be mayor. And so I mm -hmm. continue my journey around through the town, asking mm -hmm. people, you know, not being discouraged, but being hurt. But I continue to do so. And I won, and not knowing that I was the first black female mayor elected in the United States at that time. What what made you keep moving forward and pressing onward? What was that that fueled you? Uh, the desire to help this town, to help, you know, uh, you know, there was not a whole lot going on, you mm -hmm. know, and I it. What kept me going was to see the little children needing something to do, to see houses need needed in the city of the town of Tad. And the motivation just, it just kept building. And yeah. the more they said I couldn't, <laughs> the more I wanted to do so. I think about it now, Nicole, that, you know, how it was when from the postmaster, you know, I mean, telling me that I couldn't do it. Wow. And that was my encouraging to go ahead on and do it. And then, then I, you know, I just kept being persistent and I was invited to the welfare rights organization and spoke in Washington, DC to, I had never spoken to three people. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. was speaking to 3,000 people. 
Wow. So I'm not afraid. And my persistence is, you know, it was just that I, I wanted to do something for my town. That's um, amazing. I understand that your highest level of education, though, was um, a high school graduate. Is that correct? Yes, I graduated here at Moden High School here in Taft, Oklahoma. I have a 12th grade education. Amazing. But um, Mm. street street smarts for sure. Now, uh, can we explain, because uh, we have a a lot of younger listeners, can we explain exactly what welfare is? I think people attach um, a stigma to it or don't understand it put a face to it, and often they're not quite on the mark. Um, what was your experience, and what did, what did welfare mean? Welfare meant that you were on the bottom. Because mm-hmm. yeah. most people looked at you being on the bottom. You know, we drew a check on the, I believe we're, we were getting a check on the 1st, and then they took it to the 10th. And when you say you were on welfare, you know, people look down on you. But everybody, everyone has had some trials and tribulation. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. people look down when they say welfare, you know. And with me having five children and drawing welfare, well, that, you know, that was just a disgrace, you know, mm-hmm. saying, you know, it was just, it was a fight, Nicole. I mean, I have been through the trials and tribulation. I have been through the storm. I have been through the rain, mm-hmm. you know, because I can remember when I met President Jimmy Carter, I was one of 50 black mayors that mm. had gone to the White House. Wow. And mm-hmm. we had brunch with uh, President Jimmy Carter. And later on, he sent one of his representatives here. Mm-hmm. He sent him here to discuss and talk with me about the town's need. Mm-hmm. And I had just left the little one room city hall <laughs> and gone home. Wow come back hadn't made it back in the meantime he came and went to the post office and he Mm -hmm. asked where was how could he find Leela Foley uh mayor of Tad which was right across from the post office and the postmaster said to him he said oh you don't want to talk to her she's she's the mayor but she's a welfare mother oh no Yes. And the reason why I know that what he said, the man came, he when he did find me, he told me Mm -hmm. exactly what he said, you know. And so those are the things that I have gone through. You know, I didn't have anyone protecting me. I I had to fight, you know, I really didn't have anyone. I love the people. That's why I stay here in Taft. I love the people because I have ran for many races, Nicole, since being in this Mm -hmm. position. Mm -hmm. I have ran for state senate. I ran for state representative. I ran for county commissioner. I ran for uh, county assessor. I have ran for those Mm -hmm. positions because I feel like 
I mean, we all can run for these positions. I, yes. You know, when I ran, I knew that I didn't have the PH degree. Right. But I had a CS degree. I had a common sense degree. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and so uh, mm-hmm. I appreciate the people of TAF. I'm 80 years old and I appreciate the people of TAF because in every one of my races outside of TAF, I never lost the precinct in TAF to anybody. Hmm. I never lost. Wow. And people ask me now, you're 80 years old, why do you still stay in TAF? You know, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. you know, I mean, my home need work on it. Oh. I'm I'm struggling, Nicole. Mm-hmm. But I feel like God want me to be here. 80 years old, 99 and a half one do. I've got to make a hundred, and I plan on working still working for the town of Tad because I am serving. Uh, mm-hmm. I ran in April of 21 for four more years on Taft City Council. So I still sit on the board. Wow. Uh, amen to all of that. Amen to yes, all I'm of still, that. I'm still working on my CS degree. <laughs> I'm still working on it. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I love it. Um, I, just so we understand Taft, how many people live in Taft and the population and what makes it unique? Well, at at the beginning, when I was elected, Brian, there was 500, 550 people. Mm. And now okay. the population is 250. We have a male prison here. We have a women's prison here and no high school, no grade school, no nothing. And that's one of my you know, that's one of my pet peeves, I guess, yeah. in the mind, because mm-hmm. every day I look, I'm still mobile, mm-hmm. and I still drive, and every day I see the little kids getting on the bus at 7.30 in the morning and riding the bus uh, at least 26 miles both ways. I mean, it's 13 miles and 26 miles both ways mm-hmm. to and fro. When I see him, Brian and Nicole, getting off of that school bus, mm-hmm. and we have three prisons yeah. training people how to make it once they get out of prison. And we can't have a school in this little community, this town, and the school, and we got three prisons that this town of 250 support Mm-hmm. And we cannot have an elementary school. Something is wrong with the puzzle. And, you know, and I mean, it's a pet peeve of mine. And if I get a chance to talk to the governor, I'm still mm-hmm. going to talk to him about a school in Taft, Oklahoma. It has taken away all of our children's mm-hmm. identity because they have to go yeah. to the other schools and blend in and with that open transfer they can go mm-hmm. anywhere and in that that's one of my biggest hope because you know when i was elected we didn't have any houses in tag mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i was oklahoma in 1974 i was oklahoma's standing young woman of the year mm. and i i was also elected <clears throat> selected as 10 outstanding young women of America. Mm. 
Nice. Gerald Ford, President Gerald Ford invited the 10 women to the White House. Mm-hmm. We're all there. And I was among lawyers. I was among doctors. I was hmm. among uh, bankers. And President Ford, Nicole, and Brian had the golden retriever. I can't remember his name, <laughs> uh, the golden retriever. But he was running around in the White House. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the girls was petting and playing with the dog and talking about the golden retriever i reached around to president ford as to president ford i'm leela foley mayor of taft oklahoma and Mm -hmm. i didn't come to washington to talk to you about a dog (laughs) i talked to you about some houses in taft and Mm -hmm. nicole and brian after the meeting with the girls, with all of us, he took me aside and talked and had one of his uh, people on his staff. And within three months, they contacted Tad, and we got 24 rural rental houses up under the Ford administration. Wow. That's what I'll take to my grave is that I want to see a ta- a school yeah. located in this town. What would you say are the demographics of Taft? It's it's I know it was celebrated as an all black town. Is it still all black? Are there um, uh, people from south south of the border there? What are the demographics? It's all black. Okay. It's still black. It's three miles wide, three miles. It's three miles south, three miles north, three Mm. miles west, and three miles Mm. east. Oh, three by threes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, just so we understand, you grew up in Taft. I grew up in Taft. I'm 80 years old. I grew up up under the hill. My mother and daddy both, my mother had a third grade education. She was the late Kanzada Smith. Mm-hmm. And she was a midwife for this community. And wow. she, in 1969, she retired and she had delivered 209 babies at the time she did retired. She was, uh, uh, mm-hmm. had a third grade education. And she was in the 1921 race route of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Did your mother share any memories from the Tulsa race riot with you? Yes, she ran from, she was 21 years old when the race riot, she was living in Tulsa Mm -hmm. and she was on crutches and two of her brothers, they threw the crutches down and threw them down where the Carver school was Mm -hmm. and they threw them down and they ran from Tulsa to Porter, which is a pretty good ways away on on foot, you know. And she said they were running and the white people were riding horses and throwing torches. Goodness gracious. And so Hmm. I'm the youngest of 10 siblings and I had a sister in, in Muskegon Heights, Michigan. She's still alive today Mm -hmm. and she's a county uh, Vice Chairman uh, Nicole and Brian for the Muskegon County Commissioners. Okay. And mm-hmm. she's 89 years old. Wow. Uh, her name is Realistine Wilkerson. Okay. She was mayor of Muskegon Heights, Michigan. 
she got into oh, yeah. the politics after I had, you know, gotten into it. So my daddy, he, my daddy was a sharecropper Mm-hmm. And we lived in a three-room house called, I, I know you and Nicole wouldn't know anything about a, a shotgun house. Oh, I know a, about a shotgun house. I used to live in New Orleans, so I knew a shotgun house. House is three-room, Brian. Oh. The, straight ahead. Straight oh. ahead. The living room, bedroom, and kitchen. And at night, it all right. become bedroom. Oh, wow. Wow. You know, today... I'm honored to say that the Taft Board of Trustees on February 22nd met and passed a resolution to name the street I live on, to name it to Lila Foley Davis Avenue. They have not had a yeah. uh, dedication for it yet. They're planning one, but that they gave me that honor you know don't don't wait till i die (laughs) (laughs) i read about that i was so happy for you yeah well thank you now you have an interesting sorted story with red fox (laughs) Uh, talk for years (laughs) and i brought What what happened? Because a year after you were elected mayor the first time, so 1974, you gave him the honor of police chief because I know he he adopted Taft as his uh, honorary second place of residence. And and it kind of went downhill from there, right? Well, it went downhill. (laughs) Red Fox contacted me in December of 1974. Mm -hmm. He said, "Uh, Mayor Foley, this is Red. I'm in in, uh, Chicago. He Mm -hmm. said, I'm reading about you, and I see you need some help down there. And I said, (laughs) yeah, I need a lot of help, you know. Mm -hmm. He said, well, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to catch a plane, and I'll be there. This afternoon, he hmm. said, uh, plan something around four o'clock. He said, because we'll be leaving <laughs> out of here and we'll arrive in Tulsa and come to Chad. Hmm. So in the meantime, I had mustered up everybody in Taft, in the neighborhood of Muskogee and everywhere I had the auditorium filled with kids and hmm. filled with parents and things, people uh, to see Red Fox and Red Fox came into Taft mm-hmm. with his uh, bodyguards and mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. came in and he brought in a truckload of used clothes, uh, brought in a truck uh, truckload of apples, oranges and apples, and he was passing them all out to the people mm-hmm. and everything. And on the end, he said, well, I want the town to make me the police chief of Taft, and I can help you all. (laughs) And I said, well, we can make you honorary, but we can't make you chief, you know? Right. We made him honorary. And then within a few weeks and a month went by, then I received a bill from Arnold's Fruit Market where he had spent about $1,400 worth of fruit apples and oranges and brought the taff and lied to the people and said he had bought these things and oh stuff like that. God. So it went back oh, no. and he wanted to set up a fund to build a swimming pool because oh, no. uh, Red Fox chose Taft 
Samuel Davis chose Langston, Oklahoma, and Flip Wilson chose Bowley. Oh. And they, okay. Flip Wilson and, and Samuel Davis did something. But Red Fox didn't do a darn thing for the town of Tampa. Lied, took money, mm-hmm. stole money, lied mm. on me. I went through an investigation because he brought in Ebony Magazine, Johnson Published Company, and I can't think of the um, the owner of Johnson, but he was here in Taft, Oklahoma. Mr. Johnson. They were going to donate $10,000 to the town of Taft to mm-hmm. help build this swimming pool, and uh, he was on um, get a buy a new police car mm-hmm. and the son of a gun went to Muskogee, got in with the crooks over there, <laughs> the chief of police over there, oh. and they loaned him a brand new police car from Muskogee and the judge and everybody came out and made a big show that they were donating money to the town of Tad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They had Johnson Published Company and all of them was here. It was on a Sunday around uh, three o'clock. And in the magazine with Johnson Published, I have a copy of it in my, you know, belonging somewhere where they said Mayor Mayor Foley and Red Chief of Red Fox get their heads together. But we were arguing. We were arguing, Nicole, because he said, I'm going to give you this check, mm-hmm. but I want it back. I said, what in the hell are you talking about? <laughs> he said, I'm going to give it to you, but I want it back. And that was my biggest mistake that mm. when I went stood up at the stage podium, mm-hmm. Red Fox presented the check, but when I sit back down, I slid it back to him, and then I had to go to Oklahoma City to speak at a Keystone, a large and at six o'clock that evening mm-hmm. and I left the event and when I saw the news on in Oklahoma City that night mm-hmm. they were saying Red Fox give mayor ten thousand dollars where is the check mm-hmm. the son of a bitch uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell it and anyway he had lied they took the money. People donated money. Mm. They took the money. They went and they uh, acted like they were putting it. They had my a couple of my council people on there. Mm-hmm. He had them to agree. Well, we haven't received the money, which they had because mm. he had taken it out of the bank, had the banker in Muskogee. He was, it was a bunch of crooks going on mm-hmm. and and I didn't have anyone to help me. Yeah. Everybody was believing Red Fox right. because my husband had just built me a room, a, a new room on the house. And the story was reading in the newspaper. Where did the check go? She's built a new room. And a bunch of lies, oh, Nicole. No. I went through hell and high water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And the judge, bless his heart, I hope he's resting in heaven. But mm-hmm should be resting in hell <laughs> he had said that i had taken the money i had stolen money they had agreed but they had had a meeting nicole mm-hmm. oh, wow. in the red fox had his bodyguard 
they invited me and my counselor to the meeting. And when we arrived, my counselor was already there. The judge was already there. And when I arrived, I was driving a 67 Chevy. <laughs> and when I mm -hmm. arrived, I noticed a van, a old gray van sitting in the yard. And there were two men slumped on the couch as I walked in kind of, but they didn't give me eye contact. Mm. And so I went in and they, they wanted me to sign off a $12,000 application grant to be received by the mm -hmm. town of Taft, but it was on go to the Red Fox. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it. My counsel was against me. The judge was against me and Red Fox was against me. Mm. And, and the, his bodyguard, very right. He was there and I picked up my briefcase and said, I'm, I'm not going to do this. Mm -hmm. And his deceased wife, bless her heart, she came, to, Red Fox got up and walked out of the room. Mm -hmm. And when he walked out of the room, I didn't know where he went to, but she came to the door and she said, Mayor, Red Fox wants to talk to you. Red wants to talk to you. That's what she said. Red wants to talk to you. Mm -hmm. And so I followed her upstairs. Mm -hmm. He just kind of opened the door, Brian and Nicole. Mm -hmm. And when she, she just kind of cracked the door mm -hmm. and she turned off. And when I opened the door, this son of a bitch was laying there naked as a jaybird. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, Nick, awful, awful. Hey, Bird, Nicole. Wow. Terrible. This is horrible. Yeah. Yes, he was. And I told him, I said, you sorry son of a bitch. Yeah. And I closed the door and oh. walked back downstairs, picked up my briefcase, walked out, not no noticing that the two men in the van was gone when oh. I walked out. Mm -hmm. And I come 10 miles home and there was an overhead bridge that we call the Pecan Creek Bridge mm -hmm. that I had to come through. And on my way through, I noticed a van, a truck or whatever was sitting on the, it was sitting on the right side going in facing me coming. Mm -hmm. And Nicole and Brian, when I passed, Shots fired over my head. Oh my God! Wow. So, Red Fox, when Intern Revenue called and asked what did he do for Taft, I told him he didn't do a darn thing for Taft, and if I could dig him up and kill him again, he'd be dead again. Oh wow! And because uh, he had a guy from Oklahoma City, and the way my name got cleared by some because some still thinks that Red Fox did a whole lot for the town of Tag. Mm -hmm. But a guy from Oklahoma City had sent a $10 check to the town of Tag mm -hmm. for the swimming pool. Hmm. Check had been returned from the Bear Banks, California Bank. Mm -hmm. There were a young man, a little Vietnamese, reporter for the uh, 
mm-hmm. Muskogee Phoenix, and he called me and he was explaining this check and he said, Mayor Foley, I believe your story. Good. And Nicole and, and Brian, he investigated. Good. And every penny that somebody across the United States had sent the town a tag for a swimming pool was at a Barbanks, California bank mm-hmm. under the name of Red Fox Foundation. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, this is the hell I have been through. Mm-hmm. You know, the first thing people said in that, you know, oh, she's a welfare mother. She's just mad because Red Fox wouldn't go to bed with her. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can so see people saying that. that was he's a good. celebrity. He he literally had the microphone. Yeah. He's a celebrity. He's a comedian. Right. right. He was mm-hmm. the one. Oh, she's just mad because I, you know. But that is the truth, and I will. St- I can stand on it. I can tell it a hundred times, and it wow. will be the same truth. And that's why I know that I'm a trailblazer, and yes. I don't want any young woman to go through what I have gone through trying to be in the political arena. I paved the way. Yes. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I'm still alive. <laughs> and God has me here for some reason because Amen. all those people that have tried to throw me under the dirt, mm-hmm. they have the dirt thrown on them. That's right. And, you know, so I'm still standing. Thank God. You stand up against the establishment. You're outspoken. um, And you see things that need to be changed as opposed to a number of politicians that get in positions. And they seem to just kind of fold away back in the cut. They straddle what Paul Bryan, they straddle the fence. Right. Mm. Just like the Congress right now. They're all up there straddling the fence. Mm -hmm. Right. I think people need to understand when you first ran for mayor and won, it's a $200 salary. Is that correct? It it was a $200 salary in a year. A year. That was Uh a year. Yeah. So you still had to work a regular job. I mean, you had to supplement that income. Yeah, I worked as a school uh, reception. I worked as a librarian for the Muscogee County Courthouse. And and I worked as a uh, reception for calling for the Oklahoma Children's Center. So, I yeah, I had to supplement. That was $200 a year. And at this Mm -hmm. day in 2022, uh, the salary for the for the uh, mm-hmm. trustees and the mayor is three hundred dollars uh, twice a year. We get three hundred in June and three hundred in December. That's our bonus. Wow. No, I'm just saying you just kind of fueled by your passion to run, try to make a difference as opposed to any kind of money. That's, that's, all. that's <laughs> all. My heart is to just make yeah. a difference for the people in town. I love the people in TAF. You know, I disagree. We fight sometimes. We have <laughs> knocked out and dragged out of city council. But I love TAF. I just want to make the difference. I, I wanted to go back to your childhood and how you grew up in Taft and going back to, 
you know, when you went to school and your mother and your father and family, what was it that they would teach you or try to build that character within you that is still so resonant love, today? They taught, they taught me love. Mm. They taught me to share. My mm. mother fed people. My daddy fed people. I mean, uh, we stayed right across the fence from the offering home and children they fed them and they fed them well, mm -hmm. but they had, they taught the kids, they taught those kids over there how to farm, how to raise mm -hmm. hogs, how to raise chicken. And a lot of them would get chickens and uh, they would catch a chicken and bring it over there. My mother would cook it for them and my, you know, and they taught, that's where I get it from. My mother, my mother, and my father, mm -hmm. you know, they, they taught me love. I grew up in Taft, and they, they taught, they taught me love. Beautiful. We didn't talk that to the old folks, you know. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. It seems like your presence, the reason that you exist, is to put a great face on Taft. And I was going to ask, you know, anything you want us to know to think about for Taft's future. Only thing, Nicole that I want the world to know. If you have money, you want to donate it, mm -hmm. help build a school here in Taft, Oklahoma. We need houses. We need a lot. I need a house. Oh, I'm wow. not living in my house right now because my house, when my husband passed in 2020, he passed right after COVID. However, he didn't have it, I don't guess. Mm -hmm. But we were in the process of getting getting the roof fixed. And now I... Hmm. I'm sorry. I'm not living in my house. Mm -hmm. Because it's not livable. I'm, I'm so sorry. But I need a house. Mm -hmm. I'm struggling. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. No, please, please. Just curious, what what does your house need? You said a roof. It needs everything. Okay. The roof, the roof was leaking, mm -hmm. and my husband, he was a carpenter, mm. and he had built, but it needs a roof. Yeah. And right now, I'm living in my sister's house, which is down the street. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I need. <sighs> I'm going to be praying for you. And you have done so much, so, so much for so many years, for so many people. You know, and a lot of mm -hmm. times, you, you know, I hear my family say you helped everybody you know mm -hmm. i made sure everybody had a house yeah if you needed an apartment i was there and now i need them mm -hmm. we'll see what I'll we can okay. do yeah we'll see what we can do definitely now if you look back you know, on the things that you've done, your life, um, 
What What would you like to be remembered as, or what would be your legacy that you'd like to make sure that everyone remembers about you? That the good I was trying to do Mm -hmm. for everybody. Mm -hmm. I don't have any favorites. Mm -hmm. I try to help everybody. And just curious, how much is a house in uh, Taft? How much would one go for? How much is, if one were to purchase a home? Are we talking 30 grand, 50 grand? I would say, you know, at around 50 grand or something like that. Mm -hmm. We want to put that figure out there, see um, who our generous donors are. Right. (laughs) Yep. You never know. Definitely. get back in my own home you know my kids get mad when i say i'm homeless Mm. but i am homeless because Mm -hmm. i'm not in my home Mm -hmm. i have 30 grandchildren and 25 great grandchildren oh my goodness wow and i thank god for letting me be able to you know, at this age, I'm still moving. I hurt, but I'm still moving. I'm broke, but I still move, you know. You have done so much through the years, and people, um, I think, are finally getting it that Black women have to put a face on. We have so much strength, um, but then it's hard. It beats us down. It beats you down. Yes. You know, I met with three presidents. I met with Gerald Ford, President Gerald Ford. In 1974, I met with President Jimmy Carter. I met with Barack Obama at the uh, Pentagon graveside. Yeah. But it beats me down because I smile. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. song say, smiling faces. Mm-hmm. But it beats you down, Brian and Nicole. Because you've truly been a servant to your people. I mean, the people yeah. of Taft and even, the, of course, the state of Oklahoma. Yes. Um, and that just is so evident uh, mm-hmm. from what you shared with us. And and I know what um, your your plans, you don't want to stop at this point, I'm sure. Is that right? He's still in office. As I said a while ago, I, I don't want to stop. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I don't want to. I want <laughs> I want to be back in my home. Mm-hmm. I want to do for this part. And I just asked God to give me strength. I asked him. Mm-hmm. But I keep praying. I have the faith. You know, you just take one day at a time and we do the best to help each other. And so we're going to do it. And cry it out whenever yeah. you need. <laughs> Absolutely right, yeah. Brian. I'm sorry to cry, Nicole, but. No, no, you got to cry it out. Trust me. We need that moment. We all need those moments. Right. Sorry about that, Nicole and Brian. I try try to keep my big girl panties up, but sometimes (laughs) they fall down. No, no. We are not the wardrobe police. (laughs) We completely understand. Yeah. like I say, God is good. He's yeah. awesome. I'm still living. Yeah. All those that tried to bury me have been buried. 
And so I'm I'm still moving, mm-hmm. you know, and I I I wanna share with the young people, I wanna show them how I can't you we can do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. Thank and you. We'll be in touch for sure. We definitely we, be let's in stay touch. in touch. Okay. Okay. We are behind you. You have a friend okay. in us. For sure. For sure. I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate it. I I I'm glad I met you and you are our friend. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We are very grateful to the former mayor of Taft, Oklahoma, for sharing her story and reaching out to those of us out there who are ready to help. Yes, and we know that all of you listening would like to keep up with Miss Foley Davis. Please visit our website at BeforeYouGo.tv if you would like to help. That's BeforeYouGo.tv for the donation link. And before we go... We want to remind everyone that stories like these are what make a show like ours possible. Make sure you take the time to reach out and call your elders who carry so much rich history. There's no time like the present. What What a a gift. gift.